Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 230 IMB. I'm Chick. And we, we got a special guest. We, we always have a special you guest. You know we got a special guest. By the way, one day we're just going to be like, we have a guest. They're not so special. Yeah. But this one is special, guys. <laughs> Give it up for James Raniolo. What's up? Happy to be on the uh, the Brandon and Tom show. This is, <laughs> <laughs> is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> we were just saying. We're just using first names today. I called Tom. I called Chick Tom. James was like, who's Tom? And then... <laughs> And then Chick called me Brendan. He's like, wait, are you Brendan or Brandon? He's like, that's how little you know about me. How do you know? You know what it is? I always know it, but I always feel like maybe I'm just wrong. Well, you're all wrong. Exactly. It's not like it's that far-fetched for me to think that I might be wrong. You're right. It is Brendan. It is Brendan, and it is Tom, and we are here with James. Yeah. Is that your full name? That is my full name. I go by James. I was always gone by James. You were never a Jimmy? Never a Jimmy. A few, very few uh, exceptions to the rule, but I I never went by. Your Instagram name is Jimmy. Right. So that was a play on because originally I got my Instagram because I was doing a uh, a podcast for somebody before I had Instagram. And they're like, dude, you got to do Instagram. It's whatever. And I couldn't come up with a name. So my gamer tag on PlayStation is Jimmy the Geek. So I just rolled it with that. Not the sportscaster, but the proposition gambler from the 1920s. That's what I was going to say. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, that's where it's. That's where it's. Uh, yeah, because you're not like a big sports guy. Not so. at all. I, I always say like Jimmy's only acceptable if it's like an older Italian person calling me that, or if I have some sort of mafia name like Oh Jimmy the Joker, like something yeah. like that. Just the only two times. <laughs> Is Jimmy? Joker. You know, like yeah, exactly. Like something like that. And other than that, like I won't even. If someone says Jimmy and I respond, I go, Why did I just say hi to that? Like I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Do people try and call you Jimmy? Like, oh, yeah, I know him, Jimmy. Like, nah, not really. Oh, all right. It's, it's, if they call it, it's a one and done in passing. You know, but most people that know me or get to know me, they always ask me what I prefer. And I always just yeah. say it's just James. Nobody ever asked me what I prefer. A lot of people just call me Brandon or Ryan or Brian. It's, it's, it, Brendan is like the fourth choice. Brian? Brian, Brian huh? Yeah, because, Brian with a Y. Because if they know my last name, they get confused. With so the, that happens all the time. The people I know pretty well, too. And it's like, uh, and I don't even correct them. It's like, they'll figure it out on their own. If you told me your name was Ryan, I'd be like, okay, if you told me your name was Brian, I would probably be like, no, it's not. It's it's people that have seen my name, Brendan Ryan, and they put the B and the Ryan together, and it just comes out that way. It happens I, more I mean, than I you think. I get it. It's like a tongue twister, but not really. <laughs> my name should not be a tongue yeah, twister. Yeah, no, I know. Brendan exactly. Bryan should not be. You have two first names. It should be pretty <laughs> fucking straightforward. I mean, like. It should be, but, you know. And no, and your nickname is just a letter. Yeah, but I spell it out. B-E-E. I don't. I I, well, you to. do, because it's right on well, our podcast. It's because it's the official uh, <laughs> slogan. Yeah. No, you don't. You, you do the letter, which is fine. People, I'm not too uh, concerned by how that goes. But hey, listen. Here we are after Thanksgiving. Anybody, you guys have a good Thanksgiving? My Thanksgiving was good. I couldn't yeah. complain about the. Uh, we did have one little uh, issue. Um, do you guys want to get into yours first before I delve into? I, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly. Mine was was very uh, easy. It was, a, it was a nice small family gathering. Nothing crazy. Nothing worth mentioning happened. No issues. No yeah, eating no in issues. the bathroom. Which, no which, fights. Right. Nothing like that. Which you know is not great for the podcast, but I guess it's good for real life. I had a good time with my family. That was it. Okay, good. Yeah. How about you, James? Yeah, pretty much the same. It was more or less uh, Sunday dinner, just with turkey and extra food. Like it was. <laughs> yeah. My family, my sister brought the kids over. You know, mm-hmm. um, 
and that was pretty much it. You know, yep. I uh, got my mom a little drunk, and uh, went to throw. That's fun. Does your mother normally drink, or no, is that I mean, like no? I mean, she does drink, but like never at part. We not a, yeah. we didn't grow up as a family of drinkers. You know okay, what I'm yeah, so we never had it, whatever. But you know, I um, what was it? I think uh. I think the night before at work, I was making a bunch of tequila sunrises, and I was just like, <laughs> I want to make this for my mother tomorrow. So I bought the ingredients specifically nice. for tequila sunrises for my mom. But other than that, just the usual family, oh, you know. that's amazing. Just, uh, I haven't had a tequila sunrise in You know, I've never had many one. Years. I don't even you would know probably like it. It's kind of sweet, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, um, it's basically tequila, grenadine, and orange juice. I only but know of it. But it's not mixed. It's, it's, it's you, build it, you build it in. Oh, you know? okay. So it's okay. like, it's kind of So layered. it looks like a sunrise? The grenadine will, yeah, that's kind of it. Orange and the red, that's... Do you have to pour it in a certain way to get it? Is it like because of well, science? usually the <laughs> well, usually the uh, the grenadine normally goes last because it's kind of like a floater oh. and it kind of sinks down. All right. So you do like it's kind of like a floater. You do like one part. <laughs> it's like one part tequila, two parts grenadine, and like three, five Ooh. parts uh, orange juice. Just look at you. Might like this. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a big. I'm learning a lot from Bill. Bill yeah, I'm, you I'm, really I'm Bill's are. Bill's Padawan, and I'm really enjoying way, it thoroughly. One of these days, we're gonna get Bill on oh this my podcast. God. That I don't know why we haven't done that. <laughs> I don't know why either. He's insane. Bill, you, Do I you, know Bill? Uh, bartender for the Alibi and oh, okay, Nostalgia, okay. formerly One Eye Jacks. Oh, all right. All around great guy. That actually does remind me of one time. I'm gonna give my mother a little shout out here. Uh, <laughs> We were at, my th- I forget which brother of mine, one of them, it was one of their engagement parties. <laughs> he doesn't know his well, brothers, no, he doesn't know it was one of their name. engagement parties, I just, I don't remember which one. Yeah, it definitely wasn't yours. It wasn't my <laughs> engagement party, we not even close to that. <laughs> but uh, my mother, she'll have a couple drinks, but she never gets drunk, really. This one night, she got drunk. Now, the engagement party happened to be at a VFW, or maybe it wasn't even, the, I don't know, I think it was, but it wasn't far from the house. My mother gets in the car, and we're like, Ma, you shouldn't be driving. You know, four kids, all, you know, yeah. uh, me, my father and the three kids were all like, no, you shouldn't be driving. She's no, no, I insist. I'm, I'm fine. My mother's never really much of a drinker. So we're all like, all right, fuck it. And we're, we were, I was going to follow her home anyway. That right. like I was right behind her. So, I mean, we literally just had to go back streets. We're like, all right, go for it. Pulls right out. Oh, I'm fine. No lights. Drives home without her lights the whole way home. Without her oh, headlights. She had no, headlights. No, no headlights on the whole oh, way home. God. She gets home, and I mean, and to this day, we still like, yeah, Ma, you weren't drunk, right? Don't even put your <laughs> headlights on. And that just reminded me of that, just because you know she doesn't drink much. But we got a which one night she got whacked and drove home without, without her headlights. It's, it's kind of fun when somebody that doesn't drink that often lets loose. It exactly a little bit, you know. And it's bad because you let them do things because you're like, ah. Yeah, you know, like yeah, but if not all side in them, you're like, all right, you know, this part, this is dor- it's dormant in you, like it, yes, just, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like some people are angry, dr- some people, but some people are just fun, yeah, and just weirdly confessional, and they tell you how much they love you all the time. Oh, they're like, fun drunks. You're like, they're f- you're fun. You're you're a lot of fun. I'll That's give her I, that. She is a fun. She I, is fun. And and so is Chick. Apparently, I I don't think I've ever really drank with Chick, but I don't know if we've really ever gotten out where I was like drunk with you. No, I don't think we'll so. do. It. Well, it'll happen. This I mean, year. we've been on. Bachelor parties together, but I mean, maybe it was. I but don't know. I've never. I drink on certain instances, but I don't. I have like a decent tolerance considering yeah, I don't you drink, do. and uh, I don't know. I've only been like smashed, you know, but not a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's not often. So it's it's really I can't say I've, I don't know if I I don't ever remember having a, a fun night with you when I was drinking. I don't remember having a fun day with you. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's been pretty miserable all, all around. Yeah, I hate you. I don't even know why we hang out. Um, 
but what what was your thing? So because Thanksgiving we, we was talked good. Yeah, uh, no, a couple days ago about yeah, this. Yeah, my Thanksgiving went pretty good until, and I'm, I'm and I don't want to say that it went bad. It was just a weird situation that the adults kind of were taken back and. So when you guys eat, do you have a kids' table and a, an adult table? Not anymore, you, but we used but, to. Okay, yes, not anymore. Yeah. But yeah, we're at that like point where we have it, and the kids are now starting to get a little older. Mm-hmm. So there's no real young kids; they're all in high One school. One of them's almost forty. I was gonna say, what do you what do you qualify as? <laughs> well, I, I, I used my, to prefer the kids' table. Dude, I prided myself as head of the kids' table <laughs> yes. until it went away. Yes. I was head exactly. of the kids' table into my thirties. Like it was. I like the it was kids my sister, table. my brother, my cousins before all my family kind of spread out. Table. It is the fun yeah. table, and I was exactly. I felt like the head guy, even though I'm the uncle, and it's all the little cousins, and they're all have like something in common. I like being part of that. I was of course. Like, but, you know, I, you have to be with the adults, the boring adults. Yeah. And I, it's either I go to the adult table and I'm looked down upon, or I go to the kids' table and You're I'm looked... fucking I'm God. The, I, am, <laughs> yeah. I am, like, admired, and everybody wants to be with me. That's great. So it's two total... You should live your life on the kids' table. <laughs> and I can't even tell people it's 100% true, too, because my... Older cousins and family just it's just like, oh, Tom, don't listen to Tom. Tom, you, know, you would do the you know, adult table chimes in. says, you get, you Don't get listen. He- you get yeah. from the adult table. <laughs> if I'm ever giving my little cousins, it's like Tom's the last one you should table. be. Listen. Yeah, Tom should be the last one you listen to. Like when my cousin was going to college. There's empty seats at the adult table. They just won't let him sit at it. Like, this is- <laughs> I used to tell my little cousin, too. I said, honestly, they may tell you not to listen to me, but I am exactly the person you should listen to. Yeah. If you want to have if you want to maximize your time in college as he drinks out of a sippy cup because <laughs> he spills too much. <laughs> but. There's football on, so a lot of the uh, male adults were all sitting inside watching the game. Dinner's made, and all the kids were at the table with some of the other adults just bullshitting before we were going to eat dinner. So now dinner's served, and the kids are still sitting at the dinner table. But I'm talking about, like, there's the main table, and they're, like, spread out to where it's, like, only a couple spotted, like, seats where adults could sit. Yeah. And the kids already started eating, which is just like, I would never do this. So they took over? Like they, they, took, they basically took over. You had a little mutiny at the... And it was like, I was, I swear to God, I was dumbfounded because in our family, it was always, get out of there. Kids, yeah. kids at the kids' table. I'll tell you what, I'm not dumbfounded at all. It's this generation. And I, that's what I said. But, I'm, <laughs> listen, I said, oh, and you know, now I'm out there just making comments. Yeah. Because that's, you know, I'm <laughs> the asshole in the right. family. Wait, so... Is there? A, there's no kids' table anymore. No, there, there is? is. This was supposed to be the kids are out in like the kitchen area. There's like they put a table. But they decided to sit down because they were already there. To- That's why I was saying it was weird. Yeah. They were already in there talking. Then when dinner was served, instead of all getting up, making their plates, going to the table, and letting the adults sit at the normal table, mm-hmm. the adults they had to like get their meals and then like, where do I go? They sit? had like a sit-in. Like they, 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 they were, they were protesting. They really did. And they were like, "We'll be done real soon." Like the almost, kids? yeah, almost like the kids are like, no, 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 we'll be done. When but we're it was done. like they started, and we were still kind of like dumbfounded by the whole situation. That it was like, wait, like, and then you know, here's my thing. It's like the kid, the parents should do it with those kids. My my cousin should have stepped in and kicked them out. The adults. Approximately how many people? So I would say the adults. There was three, five, eight or nine of adults. Okay, would have take up the whole table, right, right, right. and then. Five cousins, roughly. Like, yeah, like 15 or so. Like yeah, 15. exactly. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. 
and then those five kids basically just manhandled and just so they my the grand the elder male of the family, yeah. the the abuelo was in the corner eating in like 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 the picnic table oh, with yeah. so then I said it was funny because then like the like my mother and a couple of the adults were like we're eating in there, you know, and it was but like. I already made a plate. My father, all the male, all the adult males were like, eh, I'm just eating out here. We just didn't even want to go in there. We watched the game and ate in there. Wait, so some people didn't even sit at the table? We just decided not to go in there, so we stayed out. These and... kids really split the fam. They really, really split did. the fam up. So yeah. I just, like, my whole thing is, like, what would you guys do? And, like, would that be an issue in your house? Would the kid... well, yeah, well, you don't have a lot of kids yet, so no, you're not really at no, that issue. No, but Christmas time, not so much now we're older, but, like, Christmas there's more of the... Um, Bigger, like the, yeah. you know, almost twenty people, maybe less. I don't know, but um, I think you're right. It falls on the parents of the kids to be like, move. You no, no. This is your. Now, w- listen. Growing up, my mom always had a problem. Like, if we went to somebody's house and we just sat on the chairs. Yeah, you wait. They were like, no, no, no. The adults sit on the couches. You go play. Oh, yeah, listen. Like, this is before dinner. Oh, I agree with you. But it just worked out the way it was. We I were understand on the it couch worked out watching the game, and they were having a conversation. But at when, the table. as you call them, the adult males are done watching football, come in <laughs> while the women folk are fucking like, what is, what is he talking? The whole time, that's like two or three times he's like, the adult males, like, <laughs> because there was no women out there. It was just me. Well, the adult females were in the my ca- two, in the my the two they were like barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen <laughs> as they should be. It was the men watching football, and the women were inside preparing dinner. I mean, I don't like to call it what it is, but it is what it is in my and family. And the children males were <laughs> taken over. <laughs> and the adolescent males. And the adolescent pricks took over. <laughs> oh, man. So my Thanksgiving was just different. It was odd. It sounds different. Oh, man. It, uh, it's surprising that nobody stepped up and and, and Now, everybody thought about it, and then even one of the kids was like, well, you could have just made us leave. Uh, and it's like, we shouldn't. One, if you know you should be leaving, just do get you, up. Do you think it has something to do with the fact that the kids table is detached and in a separate room because growing up it was always like thanksgiving was always my house it was the one holiday that my family did so we got like this really nice you know you know dining room table yes. in the dining room and it's guineaed up nice with columns and all this exactly. fucking shit but we would always have just like a six-foot picnic table attached to it exactly and it was just one just giant table on. and honestly like i grew up you know, for an Italian family, a small family. It was just me, my brother, and my sister, and two cousins. So it was the five of us. We grew up together. We had no problem sitting at the same table. We had no desire to sit at the adult <laughs> yeah, table. Right. We're talking about politics and finances and all this adult shit. We're yeah. like, no, let's sit over there. Yeah. They normally, if depending on whose house, that's how it is. It's just at the. It's an extension of the main table. Yeah, you're the kids like these table. kids are in like the fucking basement. They're like, you know, we're the start of revolution. Now they're in a different. Now it's in a different part because I'm like, they're in a different wing. It's in a different wing of the house. They're in the, uh, another wing. There's, there's, the, there's the, the kitchen. Quarters. There's <laughs> a kitchen and like two rooms in between the, the other room. The women poker with the other servants in the servants' quarters. But yeah, so that was my Thanksgiving. Ah, yeah, that's strange. I, I just d- felt it was weird. I believe, I, I, I think that an, uh, oh, like I said, an adult male has to step up <laughs> and, and kick the children out. And I somebody has to be the bad guy in that. We situation. had a six, uh, literally a fourteen-year-old at the head of the table in the dining room, and I'm like, oh, hard, hard, hard week's work, Jake. Yeah, you know, I, I, you can't do that. It's just, I, I don't know. I was, although I could see how it could happen. By the way, I say this, if this were to happen in my family, I am not the one to say anything. I will let it just I run. make comments, but they're not, I don't, I'm not the one. I also, I'm not going to be the one to tell anybody to do anything, right. you know. 
I just, I don't care enough. I would rather watch the game. I was almost like, felt at home in there watching it, but it was just a little odd. Yeah, that is odd. That is. And my family's never really like that. That's why I was just like, what happened this year? Like, it just, it was like, it was. was, The switch has been switched. (laughs) It made me think, I'm like, this holiday is only because these, the like, I hate to even say this, but we brought it up, too, at dinner. When my parents and my aunts, like, when they pass away, uh-huh. and we're the new, like, oh, yeah, guard. You're the patriarch. You're the, yeah. You're the, you're the abuelo. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The food, and it's just going to be a shit show, the holidays. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm nervous what they're going to turn into. You know those traditions that are supposed to pass down? Right. I just, you know, we'll see what happens. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't know. For... For my family, my sister's going to have to take over all that stuff. Exactly. Because it's not going to be me. It's not going to be you. It's not going to be me. You know, I, I don't know. I'm going to try and make sure that everybody's together, but I'm not going to handle food. Like, I'm not, oh, I got to cook now. Right, with my, right. I can't do that. Yeah. So I'm just nervous about the holidays. I just, this was like an eye opener for me. Like, uh Yeah, where it's going to go. <laughs> just a hint into the future of the holidays. Scary. I might not even get invited soon. Yeah, I mean, it's it's actually a surprise you're still invited. I know, now. because the way I look at it is once, like, every, so once it's just, like, my brother's family and then it's my cousins and their families, I'm just, like, the like the loose guy who's just, like, oh, I forgot to invite Uncle Tom or Cousin Tom because yeah. I won't even be an uncle to half of them. Ah, that sucks. Well, you're always <laughs> invited to my table. I, I'm going to have to start <laughs> looking. So what do you I'm going to be that guy who's just, like, fishing for an invite at the holidays. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just going up to all his friends. What are you guys doing? I know people like that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but so, I mean, my Thanksgiving was good. It was just a little odd. Yeah, well, that is odd. Um, interesting, interesting. I'm, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. All right, I wasn't sure if everyone's going to be like, ah, you just get over it, sit no, down. No, 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 no. I'm no, just, I'm on you your know. Side. <laughs> Thank you for being on my side. <laughs> well, you know, it's few and far between, but it's the holidays, so. <laughs> Tis the season. Tis the season. <laughs> Tis. James, what's up with you? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I'm yeah. Kind of coming out of a a rough, dark, you know, you know, m- year and a half. But yeah, you know, it's not been it's not been pretty. But uh, kind of climbing out of it. That's so good. Doing all right. Day at a time. Just know? depression and all that stuff. Mostly, yeah. But like, it was it was funny. I was listening to my first appearance here uh, a year and a half ago, and this was like right after my girlfriend left me, and I was like three months onto like this medication, and I was feeling like really good and I sounded different <laughs> like I was vibrant I was at a different whatever and then I listened to myself when Pat and I were on yeah and I was just like a zombie and like, were you yeah I kind of was I, I was just in, I was in a weird headspace but you know, I remember how long ago how long apart were those two episodes uh, let's see we did I did uh, it was May 2021 was the the one that I did with you guys and then I uh, I don't know. The roast battle was like the winter time. So, so yeah, it was like, over this, this past winter. This yeah, year, so though. it was like the beginning yeah. of the year. Okay. You know, and like I was just going through like a constant back and forth with trying to find the right medicine and the right therapy. Because I don't know if you're familiar at all with any of these like antidepressants or anything, whatever. Like it shakes your brain up That's... like a fucking snow globe. And like you got to wait for it to settle before you try again, you know. And like those in-betweens are brutal because you're coming off some shit that's like. I don't know. It's fucking firing off all kinds of shit in your brain. <laughs> wasn't working. You know, in the first wasn't place. working in the first place. You got to be careful. Like some places are just. I found some places are just salesmen for a particular type of medicine, and their answer was, "All right, we're gonna give you more and give you more. We're gonna add this." And it Off was the never, dose. Yeah, it was like fifteen-minute sessions, you know, and it was like it was all business, and it was like a rotating door, and it was like, 
it just wasn't cool. Um, That's but. what majority of those are like, and I, and I've had the same issue with that. One, you got to find the doctor you trust, because having a doctor you don't trust already puts doubt in your mind about anything that he's recommending you take. And that's what I found. So when I was going through my medications, but then you're right. It takes a month to kick in or a few weeks to kick in. Mm. Then you got to see how you're doing on it. And then if you're not doing good on it, you got to come off it. Re- <laughs> realign, so you, I guess. You can't come off it and try. You have to like wait. To it's like, weird. No, because like the, they, they try to get you to what they call the therapeutic dosage. So it's like. Like uh, like I'm on Wellbutrin right now, so I started I, off. That's taking, what I first started. That's what I first started, and then I and then I was resentful that because I did one of those like Better Health, like those those uh at, the the, uh, the apps where I spoke to like a nurse practitioner, and she barely asked me how things were. And whenever I would tell her like, oh, you know, I'm feeling a little whatever, and she's like, you know what, more Wellbutrin. Like she doesn't even think to like, okay, if you want to do that, fine, but you're not even asking me anything yeah, about whatever. Like so I just didn't like that it was just a pitch for the medicine. So I abandoned it, and then I went to another place. And then I'm actually back on the Wellbutrin, but I am going to an actual psychiatrist, and he's added other things, and he sees me every other week just to make sure I'm okay. You know, like he he actually sits with me for 45 minutes. We talk. He you know we he asks me a lot of the standard stuff, but he remembers the stuff I said. He's like, oh, I heard you having girl trouble last time. How's that? You know, how's it? just things of that nature. At least he like remembers, and he's actually he sometimes he'll be a little late coming into my appointment, but you know what? He, he might. He's done with me when he's done. Yes. You know, so, and he's, he's, he's not just, just right. saying, take this, take and that. And I got, uh, do you, yeah, no, do you see a psychiatrist yes. and a therapist? Not yet. I want to see a social okay. worker. Like I want to see like an actual, like gritty ass social worker that knows what like real life problems are. Cause I okay. did anger management when I was like, 16. I might, I'll talk to you after about recommendations. I have one guy that I like. Cause I did like, I had to go to anger management when I was like 16 and I had a lot of problems when I was like a teenager. And I found that social workers were the most like real people because well, they, they deal with the most. They deal with the most. They give you practical advice and they care. Like they really care. Like, they, they do. They I, have I agree five, with you on that. I'll remember. I'll never forget this. And like I, for years and years, I didn't realize what it was. But so like I said, I was 16 and I had to go to anger management and it was a community count. Yes, community counseling in Massapequa. I'd ride my bike and I had a therapist named Renata. And in hindsight, she's probably was 22 at the time, like <laughs> brand new, just started nice little ni- nice girl a nice woman you know whatever like she's just like just very like she's very petite and very like you know like innocent looking and it was very was she too attractive to be a therapist no it wasn't that no it wasn't oh, even right. that she just had a very soft spoken okay. kind of cool calming demeanor she calmed you she, yeah but i noticed like well, i remember one time i got there a little early right and renata was and i parked my bike in like the back alleyway behind like a dumpster and renata was on the side of the building smoking a cigarette reading a book on adolescent anger issues Right. So yeah. in my head, no when I'm experience. 16, in my head, when I'm 16, she's like, oh, this bitch doesn't even know me. Who the fuck is she? And then years later, I'm thinking she probably went out of her way with her own money yeah. to buy this book because she's got this lunatic coming up. And, you know, what? I'm going to smoke a cigarette while before while I while I deal with this guy, you know, and I get it more than anything. And if like, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember her last name. I would not know how to reach out to her. But like, I'll never forget that. That's, you know, and that's the kind of person that I want to just because like, I just want to dump my purse out onto someone's fucking you need table, that, you know, and just. Yeah. I want them to know the specifics of what's going on in my life. I'm not going to bother the psychiatrist with the specifics. He gets the broad strokes. Like I write this, I write it all down as I'm. But the psychiatrist it. isn't supposed. So what I was always taught was medication shouldn't be done. Like you said before, which is a very smart way to look at it, is a therapeutic 
dose, which they say is you're not supposed to take medication unless you're going to therapy, too, because the medication isn't a fix-all. It's supposed to even you out? Even ke- keep you even keel enough or take the edge off enough mm. that you could go see somebody and actually figure out the problem. Right. It kind of ramps up, you know, like they don't want to give you like, you know, if my therapeutic dosage happens to be 300 milligrams, they're not just going to throw the 300 milligrams at me. Yeah. They gave me 100 for two weeks and then they bumped it. To Is two. it a way to like almost clear your mind so you could like. <coughs> it's not. It's rough because like my my brain, like I describe the depression as uh, a thick fog around my brain, around my head, like everything, just a fog. I feel like I'm um, sometimes I'm made out of wet sand. <laughs> can't move like i'm just everything's just dread every step's just an effort like you know when you have those dreams where like you can't run yeah. because you're just that's what that's what it's like, like you're and running just, in water there's like a fog around my head and every once in a while <clears throat> it clears a little bit and like a little clarity comes in and everything that i ever thought i want to do in my life just i gotta do this i gotta do this oh my god i'm f- i'm free and then it just yeah. closes back up again so i'm finding the medications thinning it out it's not completely gone but i need to learn to stick to it because yeah. I've been trying to do this shit since my 20s, and I've always been just resentful that I needed medication. I thought, like, I'm too smart for this. I don't need this. And, oh, it doesn't work? I give up. So from my early 20s on, like, I just would go through these cycles. But I'm pushing 40 years old, man. I got to I gotta really – I got to – this time I got to take it seriously. I've lost so much as a result of it over the last 20 years of my life that I can't, I can't fuck up anymore. And my biggest issue is people – I don't even know how to put it. I don't want to say people don't get it. So I was at my friend's giving and I was talking about my depressions for like months. I've barely been wanting to hang out with people. And they all know that oh, chick never wants to come out. And they all think like, yeah, and I joke around with them like, yeah, I'm, I'm antisocial. So I'd just rather be by myself. They don't realize the energy it takes to get yourself up and be in a sociable mood, so to speak. Yeah. And. It's all like, oh, we're all going through. I hate when people say, oh, we're all going through shit. Everybody's got different. Like, this is what someone would say to me. We're all going through shit. Everybody's got different shit. It's all the same. And you know what? For not wanting to get into it, it's like, yeah, you're right. Everybody's got shit, and I'm not saying I'm depressed. It's, it's true on a surface level. It's but true on a surface level. Right. But people are not going through shit. that. I, I don't look at depression as I have shit going on in my life. Depression is an actual... Sickness. It's a state yeah. of. It's a state of existence. Exactly. Not even a state of mind. Right. It's a state of existence. It's not. Shit is bothering it's me. It's not. Oh, I. It's have not this just. I'm this. just sad. I mean, yeah. There's an inherent sadness yes. to me all the time, and I'm ready to cry at any moment. But it's that's just a a, a, a symptom of it. You know, like yeah. it's, it's it's deeper than that. It, it's not a matter of. Yeah, I just have things going on, and life is frustrating. The thing mm. is, though, it's just such a, it's under, under such a broad umbrella where, yeah, yeah people yeah. can be sad and they can be legitimately depressed, but it's not a plague to them. Yeah. That's you I know? think that's like, what where where the the confusion kind of. I don't sleep at night, and I can't get myself. I mean, to get myself out of bed in the morning is a legitimate like a twenty minute get up, get up, and it's so, that's something get that's, up. That's like, like, and it's not because uh you know I just don't want to do. Like, people call you immature or it's irresponsible. Not it's not, and I hate, it's hard to defend it because, yeah, I get late to work and I'm this and I'm that. And everyone's like, you're just irresponsible or you don't care. No, 
Uh, dude, I'm, I, I have, I'm like, I'm literally depressed, and I have trouble getting up out of bed every day. Dude, I hear you. It's it's the <laughs> hardest thing. It's the hardest thing to do, and it's like I have one of those jobs where it's not a strict nine to five. If I'm a little late all the time, that doesn't matter because as long as I put in my forty hours and don't do my overtime, they don't care. I'll make it up on the back end, whatever. But I try my very best to get to work at nine nine fifteen every single morning, and it's like I gotta set alarms earlier and earlier just so I can sit there and stare into the fire. I don't even snooze half the time. I'm awake and I'm just. You just staring don't. into the void. What do void, you feel? Like, it is like that feeling of not wanting weird, to get out. It's like paralysis. It, it is. It's, it's, yeah. it's paralysis. paralysis. Your up. brain is like, be a function member of society. You are clearly awake. Surprise them. Show up early. Yeah. They'll never see this one coming. And no, you just, next thing you know, I'm leaving at 9.05. I've been you know, up an hour. I, I get out of bed at 9 o'clock. I'm out the door at 9.05. Because I just... I keep my clothes. I keep everything yeah. ready. I throw my deodorant on, take my medicine, and I just go. Like I just, my lunch is packed. Everything's ready to rock. Because I hate, I just hate mornings anyway. So, so it used to be a matter of just the longest I could sleep, the better. Yeah. So if all my clothes are here, I just need a few minutes to prep. I'll prep and get out of there. But now it's like, I'm snoozing until the time I'm supposed to be to work, and then I'm like 20 minutes late to work. It's no one really notices, especially now because it's kind of the dead season at my job. But like, still, my because job is... I can, I do. Right. You know? My job is so s- similar. They're not completely strict over it, but it is a problem. And in other jobs, I've lost numerous jobs where they told me, when you're here, you're great. It's getting here on time. Yeah. And it's tough because it's just people just don't get it. And they don't it's not, see it. It's not an ex- if you're not, I feel like if you're not going through it, in, it's an excuse that people that aren't going yeah. through it don't How buy. do I explain to you that I'm up an hour before work and I'm like – up, but not really, and then I literally will be an hour late. To well, work. you're late for everything, and it makes me nuts because I am I like I get anxiety if I'm not on time, which is another weirdness of mine. But like, that's why it makes me I've nuts. just lost the strength to argue with people because they'll never get it, mm. and it's hard to explain. I can't tell people why it takes me so much to get to do something because I just. To push myself to go there, even if it's to the store, it's everything in my life. I and I. That's why I always tell people I'm just self-destructive because it's just an easy way to blanket umbrella yeah. it and not to try to explain to people the real issues. And my issue is so now I've found a medication that works, but my therapy it gets expensive. I what medication go. are you on? I am on Lexapro. I was on Wellbutrin. I was on other. It was a numerous things before I got to this. And now I know it works because when I'm on it, I'm good. And then I've tried to get off it because, like, you don't want to be – I don't want to be on medication my whole life. And then you realize when you come off it, it's just you can't function. Yeah. So you go back on it. And I – my biggest issue is staying up with therapy. Yeah. I wish you – yeah. You, you, I need to go back heavy because I stopped for – I haven't been to therapy in, like, a year. But you don't real it's, – it's fucking draining. Yeah, because yeah, you use all your energy <clears throat> to get You use there. all your energy to do <laughs> – Necessary or time-dependent things. So I'll get my ass up and go to work because I gotta go to work. Here's the thing, you understand? I can't speak for I can't speak for everybody else, but in my brain, there is like <clears throat> five to ten percent of my brain that is on and awake and lucid, twenty-four hours a day, and is well aware of all this shit. Well aware of, dude, you you didn't you didn't accomplish any of your fucking hopes and dreams, and you this and that. Aware of all the problems. But and it's the voice that says, "Dude, get up and go to work. Get up and do this. Get up and do that." It's the voice that keeps me going. Like, because I, I I understand at least there's a part of my logic that knows, like, I have bills to pay. I am a, I am an adult. I'm trying to at least be a functioning yeah. member of society. So when it's stuff like that, I'll get myself to work because I got to go to work. I'll never call out sick unless I, I never call out sick. I'm, I'm a work. I'm a, I'm a, I work like an asshole. But like 
on like a day off if I have like errands to run and it's not like time dependent. It's like, oh, I got to grab this or that. I'm just like, I don't feel like it. And if I once I'm out, though, I'm out. But if I don't get it's out, just like going. Yeah, that's the part. And also I'll say they, they gave, um, the gay that recently the, uh, the therapist put me on um, small doses of Ritalin in the in the morning. It's like a jump start. But it's not like, dude, it's not like it's not like Adderance. I didn't have like those amphetamine thing. I don't feel it like I'm high. It's just I tell him like I told the I told the, the the doctor like I find myself I don't want to say motivated to do things now but I find myself not necessarily procrastinating as much I just need that push once I get the push next thing I know oh shit I got all this stuff done so he gave me the Ritalin to like <clears throat> jumpstart the day mm. so I take the Wellbutrin I take the Ritalin in the morning by the time I get to work and settle it kicks in and now I'm off like and I'm not I'm by no means geeked out or zoned out I'm just doing my work and next thing right. you know it's it's one o'clock. Time to take my lunch. Halfway through the day, you know. So that's super interesting to me because I've never thought about that, and I've never liked. Because I got ADHD tendencies as well, like a lot of them. I a think I think I'm undiagnosed ADHD. That's the thing because ADHD growing up, we it was everyone, never... everyone had it, and it was just like, oh, you're running around hyper, you're screaming. Like yeah. everybody had ADHD, so it's it doesn't look like what it really is. I, you know, I, like it's. I could get super focused on something and and hold. On, I got a great meme here. Kill it, like on it. on yeah. my focus and attention, and then other things I couldn't stay attent. Like it's 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 crazy yeah. how it comes and that's goes. A, that's a possibility. I, mean, I think that's why. But you I never got diagnosed with it. I also never thought to take something a different type of medication to maybe get me going. Yeah. And then something to kind of yeah. so, so this take the edge off a little. I save a whole bunch of these memes. This describes it perfectly. It's you have great memes, by the way. You are, you are single-handedly. Anybody who doesn't follow I'm you on to Facebook. Be, I'm trying to be a hero for the mentally fucking <laughs> you emotionally are, disturbed. You, I'm trying I, to be... <laughs> listen, I've had more than one person over the last couple of weeks saying, listen, you were one sad meme away from me asking if you were okay. Because yeah. you were really... You were <laughs> Can I tell you? Like, people like you I don't worry about as much as someone who doesn't talk about it at all. Right, no, not that, I, not that no, you're I not as serious. As a I use it as a form. I know I'm a, a grown because, man. That's just, but I know just, you're just you're using that out on social media. But I don't care. <laughs> but like, you're also using that as a way to get it out. No, it's also, where it's not bottling up. And a lot of the memes are stuff that yeah. other person people share. So if I'm inspired by it, if I'm like, all right, that's something. Then somebody else is gonna. Then do, someone yeah. else is. I would literally share every one of your posts, but I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna like them all. Chick, chick is uh, is always always talking to me about your your meme not that i see I, him too but because there's like certain people chord with every <laughs> single one of his is just it's nails it's nailed it's nailed and i love them and i said there's like two or three i hate facebook yeah but i love it you do yeah you, you no i'm, you like I'm to not gonna involved. be that guy who bashes it i i hate it and i love it and there's him another person who i love their posts who but because they make me smile and they help you through the day and then there's other shit that you enjoy with the but yeah, the majority of the time I hate and Facebook. And it also makes you realize like you're not alone. Yeah, you're not. It's like I said, so many people can just blanketly say like with social media now, it's brought everybody closer and everyone thinks they have everything. So everyone will be like, oh, I'm sad. I'm this and that. You know, this one, my boyfriend Seasonal left me. depression. But then, but then, yep, that's it. <laughs> Seasonal depression. That aggravates Actually, me. What's funny is I, I know you like that bit of mine, but the, the, the tag at the end of it, the very last line is. You know, I tell people, you know, this is why I'm, I'm they're like, don't be depressed. You're a funny guy. And I read list all the tragic reasons why I'm funny. <laughs> and they're just like, everybody gets this way. And I'm like, oh, I'm not even unique in my struggle. Even, yeah. at, my, <laughs> even, even at my lowest, I'm just like everybody else. God fucking damn it. Yeah, exactly. But like people will throw out, you can, you can read like a hundred different people saying, oh, I'm sad, I'm depressed. But then it'll be something like, like this meme that says ADHD is differently internally versus externally. You'll spend three hours trying to convince yourself to cook lunch 
feeling like shit and getting anxious because you can't just stand up and do it. And people just see you sprawled out on the couch scrolling through your phone. Yeah. yeah. And as the guy on the phone, I'll tell you right now, I'm scrolling through the same three apps over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. I'm not looking at anything new. I'm not absorbing any new content. So am I. I'm, going, I'm doing Facebook. Brrr, Instagram, brrr, back to Facebook. Brrr, Dude, I do the same thing over and over. We're like the same now, person. Now really? it's like now it's like I I, I I download like Tinder again and I only swipe left. Like I don't swipe right on anybody. It's just something I just, else to no, do. No, no, That's no. That's what no, I did no, when I had no, Tinder. No. I never liked anybody. I never also because I'm like, oh, you're a you're a professional, you won't like me. Like a teacher, that, nope, doctor, you know nope. My issue nope. Is, <laughs> I've done it both ways on that. Once I did Everybody, because I was like, I just want to see it's a number who scheme, likes yeah. me. It's a I just want to see the type there. of girl that's attracted to me. That's fun to do Maybe when you're out of town. Maybe if I swap right on everything, I can at least see what I'm, what I should start swiping right or left. Well, on. this you were doing that when we, but I don't get matches on anybody, I and then know. it's like certain creatures. So I realized certain creatures. I am never gonna <laughs> certain, f- certain adult females. <laughs> 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 it's just like. Wow, I'm ugly, or there's something I'm doing wrong on this because I know plenty of other people who I feel like he doesn't have the personality as me. He's uglier than me, and I'm like, he's slaying it. He's fucking this one. I'm like, what are they fucking? What are they? But like, my profile basically says I'm insane. Don't swipe me. Don't yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, my profile basically says like I'm a damaged lunatic. Just approach with caution. You cannot fix me. I don't know like, what my profile says. What it it says. says. Mine just says swipe left. Like, think. <laughs> <laughs> Every picture is of you pointing. <laughs> Every picture, like, hey. subconsciously <laughs> swipe left. Oh my! God. It's just, I don't I don't get it. But like, <laughs> I hate when people say seasonal because it's like, yeah, mine never goes away. It could be a beautiful day out, a hundred degrees, right. and I'm just as miserable as I was when it's fucking below. You freezing. seem to go through like waves, though. I do. I'm an up and down waves. It's it's just uh, I, I can't explain it. I don't know why. I'm around. I need to go to therapy where... to try and. Keep that wave, maybe not up and down as much and more yeah. kind of even. I did the same thing for so long, dude. I thought maybe I could just work myself like a lunatic and just be too busy to be sad. And then I worked myself to a fucking heart attack. You know? like, and it's just <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where I thought it, it, I, my my depression is my most consistent demon. It's always just there. It always every once in a while reminds me that it's still there. So I can be having a great couple months. You know, my job's going well, relationships, family, everything can be going right. I'm riding high going. I think I figured it out. And then it just All comes back like, down. hi. Yeah. You didn't forget I'm about me, here. did you? I'm just still here. James, when you, you took, you said you took Wellbutrin when you were 16 and then you stopped. No, not when I was 16. Um, I took a whole bunch of other stuff like like Lexapro and a bunch of different things. Did you okay. get anxiety before you started realizing it was depression? I don't think I even know. I mean, Do I think you ever I, get anxiety? I think I've always had anxiety, but okay. like I always kind of in a weird way fight through it. But like, See, I didn't realize anxiety was like. I, I didn't <laughs> we, realize we ang- just made a right turn. You, no, no, we're a little different. Is like, we're the same. We're the same. You don't get anxiety. See, we're different. No, <laughs> no, because <laughs> my depression. I can't. I just can't relate to these people. Like, it's, it's, like it's, <laughs> I never realized how depressed I was until my anxiety started happening. If that makes sense, it came out like I would be anxious. I had issues in high school that when I look back at them now, I could. It, it all correlates. But it was more anxious, anxious things in high school. When I didn't take a bus, I would have my mother drive me to school because I thought I was going to have stomach issues. I used to always think I had cancers. When I yeah. was like, I used to be very anxi- like always anxiety ridden. Uh huh. But I would function, and then sometimes it would get in the way of me functioning. When I got right out of high school, I had a huge anxiety attack. When I was like 21, sent me into the 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 therapy and all that, and when. It, you know, this is when I started getting my depression and all that.
but it was always anxiety first. I never really honed at it as like depression. It was always anxious. Yeah, I never realized anxious. that that's. I never really put a, a, a title to it. So in hindsight, I've had it for a real long time. So like that article that you wrote a few week, a few months back for the magazine, the rap magazine about the pizza. <laughs> yeah, like, shout out like, that magazine like that. Yeah, shout out to Counterrap. Yeah, Counterrap. Counterrap. Uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce it. My bad. I'm, there's yeah. no. I'm sorry. There's no. There's no long. Uh, there's no long A symbol. I'm sorry, Matt Solomon. <laughs> you know, um, me and James are both. Uh, we're both uh, contributors, contributors to the uh, to the publication. <laughs> publication. No, but like that was just the most relatable thing to me because it's like okay, so that's oh, yeah. what anxiety is. That's what that is. You know. That's what I, I was a, going through. I my have a gym a membership lot. for yeah. Planet Fitness for the last two years. Have not stepped in once. Not because I'm lazy. Just because. <sighs> I don't want, and I don't. I think to myself, what am I really afraid of? No one's gonna come up to me. No one's gonna bother me. No one's gonna. I'm just gonna do yeah. my thing and leave. But for whatever reason, I'm still paying ten dollars a month. <laughs> that just doesn't, and I, I haven't used it once. Because you, I do things like that because I'm like, one day I'm gonna go. See, I, I, for me, I get that stuff. I'm good for like one or two. Where I sometimes have trouble even walking into a store right for no reason at all and we've talked about this and you chickens we have like opposite anxieties yeah like i'll i will i like circle a block just to walk into like a bank or or anything right which is and i've gotten a lot better in the last year i think but like there was a time when it was really tough for me to do anything (laughs) go to the gym i would have major panic attacks in was it all anxiety but do you were you depressed do you think I don't think so, man. I don't know. Um, They're not always hand in hand. I think it's I, one of those things where like, you just want to live these weird moments. Like, I don't mind the bank and other errands, but, like, for example, like, every time I drive past and I see like, a comic book shop or, like, a toy shop or something like that, I want to go in and look around so bad, but I just don't want that moment of, can I help you find anything? Or oh, if I, I leave without moment. buying anything, I'll feel like an asshole. I'll probably buy something. You know what I'm saying? But I just have this weird anxiety about just, like, looking around and they're looking at me. You know what I'm saying? I have like, a terrible there, – there was a store in the mall, in the Sunrise Mall, RIP, that I liked all the stuff in there. But the people were just a little oh, too much. Oh, that, no, that's the – what do you call store? That's the, the Gadgets and Gizmos or whatever it is? It like, wasn't Gadgets and Gizmos. that other one. You was know, it the other one that was on the left side? No, it, it sold, like, shirts and hats and – uh, oh, um, I know exactly what she talked – I know Like, exactly almost a skate what, shop. Yes, oh, I know exactly what – Zoomies. Was okay. it? No, was it Zoomies? Oh, no, I would well, tell you Zoomies, about, like, would always Because the Gadgets and Gizmos place, especially around the holidays, they just hire, like, these 15-year-old kids that never done anything before. And, like, they're just like, can I help? They're following you I around. Did, I like, hate I'm that. Like, I will elbow you. Dude, I walk like, out of like, places. I won't, I won't even go in because of yeah. that. Yeah. And, and they would follow you around, and then they would, uh, whatever I would buy, I want to make the transaction nice and quick. Just put it in the bag. But they're like, oh, dude, this is great. I love this. this is, I love the color of this. Uh, you could wear this hat with this. And I'm like, just shit. Like, that stuff would make me, right. like, want to run out and not... <laughs> this is where, like I said, that we did differ because none We're of that... We're different. In- yeah, none of that stuff ever bothered me. My whole shit was always health-related. I always just have this gloom and doom that I'm dying oh, somewhere please. I soon. mean, health-related stuff. I, and, got, I got some health-related anxiety as well. But people look at it like, chick, you, you say all this and you're scared of this, but yet you do nothing to help it. And it's like, I know, and it's part of the depression. I can't explain why. I'm smart enough to know everything I need to do, and I'm capable... Of doing it, I just can't. Right, do it's it. that yeah. part of your brain, like I just yeah. said, that ten percent of your brain that's that's, that is aware and conscious and cognizant of your whole of your whole struggle. <laughs> and it's why I get offended when someone's like, "Ah, oh, you you always say you have a high IQ, but you act." I'm like, <laughs> what, you, you "Yeah, you I, I, I have this argument with people because numerous therapists have told me <laughs> I have an above average IQ." Uh-huh. And I've taken the IQ test, and I've told my softball team, and they don't believe me. See, you, you, you're you a guy that 
would brag about his high IQ. Well, I try and hold certain things that I feel like, okay, I am intelligent. I, I'm a like, desa- I say, but I'm self-destructive. I always self-destructive. feel like the people that got a... <laughs> Just worked that into a conversation. Really are. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I know I'm smart. I know I'm smart just based on, you know, life experiences, but I don't got to let people know. I see, but I'm not I'm smart, smart based on life experiences. I, I, I have a theory. Everywhere. I have a theory that the dumbest people will tell you that they're high IQ. I get it. I mean, normally I would say, yeah, you're right. I only know because I took a test. Right. Fuck all you. Would you like? He took a BuzzFeed test. No. One of my therapists made me take. What animal you like, chick? One of my therapists made me take an IQ test. You. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> it's fine. Because I get it. Everybody all say the same shit. I get it. That's high IQ over here. We should get an IQ test going. We. I, can I tell you? I've been want, I've put. We've put money on. I told me and my buddy we're gonna bet a thousand bucks each. Well, a thousand bucks. Because this is how I, I know. This is, I don't have the money, this, this but I know I'm going to beat him. See, this is how I know you don't have a high IQ, that you're like, I'll bet a thousand bucks of money that you don't have. Well, I have it, but I don't have it. You know what it's like? Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> you're so confident that your IQ. Oh my God. But either way. But like so it's, much of those tests are just like your, how you retain information and, and problem That's Because that's what it really it's, is. It's mostly just problem solving, yeah. and it's like just how you, how you retain and comprehend information. You know, and how you dissect to get to answers, how you work, figure yeah, them out. It doesn't mean you, that you're street smart. Right. Uh, <laughs> as he lights another <laughs> joint. Uh, it's the same joint. Got a high you IQ. Click, click. Yeah. yeah. But, you I'm know. Just James, can I get a little. But James uh, is yeah, like my fucking spirit animal on Facebook because he says everything. I don't. I'm open about my depression, but I don't yeah. joke about it on Facebook that much. I don't really bring it out there too much, and he's he always does that for me. Well, <laughs> that's, that's why I love it. No, cause I just need it. Like I don't know why. It's just it's a it's a, it's a release. It's an outlet, and it's just like I wrote I wrote in journals on and off my whole life. Like I brought my book here today just in case I had some stuff to you know bring up. But I don't know. It's more of a it's more of an outlet now. Cause do you find it bothers you more that you know what to do? And it's harder to do it. Like, does that frustrate you? Oh yeah, no, it's yeah. frustrated me since okay. my early twenties. That's like, what I was gonna it's, say. It's, it's whatever. What, dude, that you know, like, dude, dude, I've, how to? I've dropped. I've, I've dropped out of an attended college three different times with three different majors <laughs> in my life. Yes. I am. I am. I am one credit. Away, I am one semester away from a bachelor's degree. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I just don't complete it. You know what I'm saying? I've had so many different jobs. I've had so much. I don't. I can't commit to anything. You know, I had a ten-year relationship end mostly because like. Things remained stagnant, and it was like part of it was like I didn't propose, even though in my head we were married. But like it was always because I'm a planner, and everything's got to be perfectly set into place. Mm-hmm. For a spontaneous guy that'll just go off and do something random, I gotta plan the big shit, you know. So in my head was like, oh, I'd love to marry her. And you're sure in hindsight, a small little ceremony would have been great. But you know what? I want to be able to the, the the guy in you, the man in you, wants to be like I want to be able to have some money in the bank. I know she's not gaudy and she's not materialistic, but I want to be able to give her a, a rock that'll light the street up that she can show off to her friends. Like I want to be able to give her course, what yeah. I felt she deserved, and like I was working towards it, but I ran out of time. That's always my thing. I always run out of time because my I think did I you think, run out of time because she was over it, or was it just? I mean. I don't I think so no because it was a very it was a very definitive like ending you know she she went she moved to Florida which was the good which yeah. was actually probably the best thing for the breakup because I was not I I had no means to be one of those 
crazy psychos like stalking her house, trying to get her back. You know what I'm saying? Like she's yeah. in fucking Florida. Yeah. And it was like either go get her back right then and there. And this was dude, this was like three weeks after um our our uh that the weekend I'll never forget the weekend of the um that Hopwind show. I don't know if you remember that Hopwind show. Hopwind, that we yes, did. yeah, yeah. That was the weekend she was in town with her mom in the moving van taking everything out and really? I barely got myself through that fucking show like you I hosted was, that is this show? before or after yeah. your heart attack I hosted it after this, this is after this is yeah, because you had the heart attack while you were dating her oh yeah yeah I still, okay, still with I remember when you had the heart attack you were with somebody no 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 it was like you know leading up around this time okay. around May of every year basically it's just now uh, everything's going good boom breakup uh, no I'm yeah. sorry everything's going good Boom, heart attack. All right, recover from that. Yada, yada, yada. Boom, pandemic, lose your job. All right, we're starting to recover from that. Boom, breakup. Like, I just can't catch a fucking break. It's just, it's absurd. But yeah. like I was saying, no, it was it was more definitive because that Hopwind show. Yeah, that was it. That's right. That Hopwind show. Like, I just, I was, I barely got through it. And like, you just saw, I just remember you like looked into my soul that night and you were like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. Just going through some shit. And you're like, do you want to go on the podcast? I'm like, I would love to go on your podcast. So you have to ask him. I was, to, I'm like Dracula. You have to invite me in. <laughs> that was a fun show. That was the one that you talked about the heart attack. Yes, was I that actually, with Pat. No, 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 no. That was me. No, no. I, I, no, re, okay. I re, I re, I re-listened to my to, to my two appearances on the show leading up to this because I'm a fucking fanboy. Um, Do you listen to it? I go through. Does the Does the podcast make you depressed? Because it makes me depressed. No, no. When I it doesn't make me it. depressed because I make myself depressed. I, I, so I go through. I go through. Uh, Cycles where I'll listen, I'll listen every every week, and then I'll I'll not listen, and then I'll get back into it, but I'll binge what I'm up to all oh, at once. Good. Or sometimes I'm not gonna lie, I'll pick out the ones with the guests of people I know, and then I'll go back inside with the filler of when it's just you guys or someone that I don't know. Um, Do you mind writing us a review? <laughs> <laughs> we could use one of those. Yeah, I, they've asked me. Oh yeah, twice. A, a very reputable guy like me. Yeah, for real. I'll take it from any. You could make a fake up, make a fake name and. Right in. I, I don't I, care. I like, I like your podcast for the same reason I like all my other friends' podcasts. It's like I know you guys. Yeah. You know, so it's like uh, no matter what, I feel like I'm in the room with you. You know, course, even if yeah. I'm not in the room with you, like I may as well be because it's the same kind of exchange that we have. You know, like you know, just you have a very, you have a very like calming presence to yourself as well, and you kind of keep the conversation going, and you're you're a good MC of the show as well. But like, it's also just very. I don't know. It's just there's a, like I said, there's a calmness to it. A familiarity is what it is. Good. I like that. That makes me happy. It makes me you happy know? too. I, that's what I. That's my biggest thing is, if people could sit there and get comfortable enough to talk, mm-hmm. that's really all you can ask for. Listen, only if, if if we only have twenty listeners, and and those twenty feel that way, that's all we need. You Listen, know? we always said it wasn't <laughs> good enough. We got a, an ultimatum, remember, from Taylor? Yeah. We don't have a thousand. What do you say? Is it a thousand? I don't remember what the number was. I think it was a thousand downloads by week four. Well, no, but then he also said if we don't have like a thousand like weekly yeah. listeners by January, I'm done. Yeah, no, it was and good. he didn't even make it to that point. But <laughs> yeah, no, which you will find out. Uh, Me soon. and B looked at each other like that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, we're like that's not how a podcast works. I don't think. But you know, what the hell do we know? By the way, if you were still here, who knows where we we would be? We'd probably all hate each other. I mean, what, you would, if we did what if he if he was still with us, I think the podcast quality would be very good. I think the podcast quality would be very good. I think me and Taylor fr- actual friendship would probably have suffered in the long run. Probably because I don't think we would have ever split up, but we would have been sick of like now when I see him, I still it's like a warm embrace. I yeah, miss yeah. him and I love him. And I think it would have been like, I'm sick of you. 
That's why. Like, I still love you, but I'm sick of you. That's why it was probably a good idea for him. Maybe he he know he knew that too. You know, it's like yeah. This I is, think it was a good idea for both of us to separate. Yeah, because, because we we James. So we we uh we recently got the video from when our our first podcast uh, co-host quit mid show. Oh, okay. uh, so yeah, we finally that happened in episode twenty nine. I believe twenty nine. We're gonna release it in in a few weeks. Um, but it was really interesting to watch how that all went down, and these it was chick and. And T-Briz were, were sort of at each other's and throats. And if you watch the episode, I feel like you could probably tell how much me and him were getting under each other's skin. I don't, I, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, Wait, because I was involved. You guys, are, you guys are friends outside of this, or was? Or we were, he's one of my closest yeah. friends, and I, I love him to death. He's still a friend, you know? Yeah, and he's still one of my close. We don't hang out as much as I'd like, but he's still. So what? What made that energy so different on a show? Because like, it, it wasn't the different energy. It was so... I can't just, we would always bicker, but our friendship was always like, we, everybody could always bicker with each other, but when we started actually producing something that we wanted to be, I wasn't as good with him. Like, there was things <laughs> I did that really aggravated him because so, he's... I think T-Briz probably also suffers from some sort of anxiety and... and, and OCD. OCD as well. And he is a, he, he's a perfectionist, which makes him... One of the smartest guys I know. He is the musically. smartest person I know. Musically, intelligence, he's just, yeah, he's a whiz. I was, I was raised by, my father's a perfectionist. I is was, he? I was raised by uh, He is, he, yeah, so T-Briz is very much that way. So he had this podcast. I mean, the video ask, everything about it was just on point. But then there were certain things that, listen, me and Chick could, aren't that way. So we had the headphones, uh, and sometimes. I breathed too heavy. He was. This oh, is early on. This like, is tw- this is twenty something so episodes. Like, in. It, it was like neuroses. It was like yeah. that kind of. Yeah. Gotcha. Listen, I interrupt people. I do it now. I always try not to, and I try and be conscious and let people finish. But it's it's literally, I can listen to podcasts and I, I watch people let people talk. I like I get it. I it's a work in progress for me. You still. know what it is. If it makes you feel any better, everybody after what their first experience after their first experience here. We all go into it knowing, all right, we not we got to know when to redirect chick. Like that's I go everybody. Into it, knows. Everybody knows now. Everyone knows. Like, all right, let them have it and then <laughs> redirect. Like, <laughs> that's and thing. I can't help it. It was so funny during like my the, the, the heart attack story. Like there was so many times like I was in the middle of this crazy oh, fucking thing, God. and then he started talking, and then you were just like, <clears throat> like in the middle of like he'd be in the middle of talking about something, and you just go he can't. <clears throat> but you know why that is. Chick can't help himself is because his IQ is so, so high. high. He's just brain is constantly that, that firing off synapses, <laughs> and it's, things are coming out. It's mostly because I know if I don't say what I'm gonna I say, he's going to say, it's gone. I know, I know. He's, I know. Gone. I know. He's trying to explain himself. Like we don't get yeah. it. Well, that's why. I, Listen, I, you know, watching you two talk about depression, I feel like I, I, it's hard for me to be like, well, just do it this way. <laughs> because that's not how it works, I guess. But there's so many times I want to take chick, and I want to be like, just hold on to that thought. It'll be so much funnier if you wait five minutes and say it at the right time right. than otherwise than stepping over. But, you know. It, Listen, it's a it. work in progress. I'm yeah, trying. Right. I know it's there. It's not like I'm unaware of it's it. It's only been 230 episodes. Yeah, You'll no. figure it out. <laughs> okay. I'll get it eventually. You One won't. episode, you do guys. All of your, do all of your friends have uh, have like cheesy gangster names like B and Chick and T-Briz? Is anybody, <laughs> does anyone just go by? No. Is, is Chris the only one that goes by Chris? I mean, well, or does he have, is he like C-Block or something? Yeah. <laughs> is he like C-Lo? He's like C-Lo or He's something. He's C-Dog. C-Dog. Uh, yeah, I don't know what 
how that worked out that way. <laughs> my name is a I'm nickname. Like, you just call this guy T-Briz? I'm like, all right. Like, it's a nickname that's been passed down. It, yeah. It, it, my last name's Chickalo. My yeah. brothers were called Chick. My dad was called Uncle uh, Mr. Chick. Like, it, it just went down. It's, it's, a, it's a pass down. Yeah, it's just we've all, all the brothers were known as Chick. Yeah, I don't know what we were, why we were doing that. All my close friends called me B, so Chick calls me B. Like, yeah, like you heard, oh, he didn't, he didn't even know my real name. <laughs> so, like, that's how it kind of happened. And it was originally going to be me and Chick doing this podcast. Okay. And then... Uh, we asked Taylor to do what we knew he's great at doing. Not thinking he'd want to be involved. Yeah, a guy like that's what? like the best and worst person you want on a on a. On a and he burnt yeah, himself out. He was so yeah. good, he, he burnt himself, himself out. out. Gotcha. That's what he did. We did a clip once that we did all day shooting it, and we thought, all right, he's going to edit it. Maybe Toilets. take him. It was yeah. called Toilets, Tricks, and Tips. And we thought he was going to edit. <laughs> Restroom. Maybe etiquette. one day worth of editing and post it. Okay. Took him three weeks to post it. I was going over there at night. He's like, what if we do use this flush sound? I'm he like, told oh. me it took him two hours to find. When he did the, the, the thing, he said it was listening to different baby cries for two hours. Wow. Yeah. He's like a perfectionist. But that's why some. he also built a video game from scratch. Yeah. Like everything he, he does is just, I'm a fan of everything he does. Yeah, and, there's nothing he does that I don't like. That's and, why. He, and yeah. this is the guy you're having the high IQ contest with? No, no, never. I would never do oh, that. I was going to say, like, no. wait a second. No, no he would fucking can. smoke me. I was going to say, yeah. have him give you the $1,000. If he'll back you, you got it. No, he's tail, literally smartest kid I, I've ever met in my life. I love him to death. And uh, it was probably the best thing. That ever happened. It was a good thing for for our relationship, <laughs> you know. Even though we don't see him as much, but yeah, the, the, yeah. I wish I would see him as much, but I'm glad it didn't get in the you way. You know of what? Anything. Some relationships are good that way. You know, I'm 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 very grateful that we didn't burn out. Exactly. Together, you know, now me and B, if we burn out, oh, whatever. We'll never burn we out. We won't though. though. There's, we won't. It's just because if we haven't by now, I feel like no. We, I mean, we won't. We're we're both very. We're too easygoing in a way. Yeah. Because even our, when we are mad, it's not mad. Have there been episodes where you guys legitimately just got into like an argument and no. rolled with it where someone that didn't know any better goes, wow, that sound a little fucked up. On we probably have, Chick. Me and you? I'm not just Nothing. We've maybe had disagreements where you got annoyed with me. Yeah, you like, know what? You're probably right. We had a couple of episodes where we stopped. That's probably right. You're probably where right. Where we're like, one of us, I think... I think one time we were arguing up until I walked in the room today. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, we were. But <laughs> <laughs> but that's why we were pros, you know. That's we just why we turn are. it off. So you can put the, <laughs> the absolute professionals. Opie and Anthony went on for years. I don't think they spoke off air, no, never, <laughs> and never. they were able to. Well, I love it because as soon as <laughs> I came in, I didn't do this handshake because you put your hand out and you laughed because I laughed too because we know it's just <laughs> yeah fucking no, nonsense. But there were, I think there was one time when I got a little too hot under the collar, and the same thing with you, that where we were both like, like just stop, just stop. Just well, th stop. it also becomes a point where nobody wants to hear us fight. Like it's yeah. fighting is it's interesting to an extent. It, yeah, it depends if it's a debate. Like, like funny, funny enough, today is the uh, today is the eleven year anniversary of the death of the great Patrice O'Neill. Right? Is it? Yeah, yes, eleven years today. I and yeah, I saw that, that today. And I love one of the all time greats. Absolutely, and. Um, he, um, I, I channel his energy in an interesting way because as much as I know everything his stuff he says is calculated, he always manages to say his stuff like it's coming off the top of his head for the very first time. Yeah. And that's the kind of energy that I try to convey. Like I do like what comes off as like these just long-winded rants about insane, you know, insane shit. But anyone that knows me knows there's a cadence, there's a rhythm to it. Like it's, 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 it's calculated to come off 
off the like it's coming off the top of my head, but I remember like I because I'm you know an old school ONA fan, and so many times Patrice and one of my other favorites of all time, uh, Nick DiPaolo, would just go back and forth, especially like during like the Obama presidency. Oh yeah, they would go back and forth during like and even Anthony too. They'd go back and forth with all these like racially charged politically like, and it came off like yo these guys are not friends after this, and like. When he passed away, when they had like the memorial episode of him, uh, so many people said one of the best things about him was you can have like these heated debates with him, and then once it's over, it's like, hey, how's your car, man? You're like, you're like, yeah. you're escalating. Like, he didn't matter. Like, somebody basically said, like, if we handled, if, if the if the world handled race the way Nick and Patrice did, we're gonna be okay. So <laughs> true. You know what I'm saying? Because so they true. threw the brutalest shit at each other, but like they had the utmost of respect of for course. each other. Like they were. That's not you know, a thing anymore. That's not It'll, a thing. But. It, they also knew where it was coming from. People don't 100%, trust. One hundred percent. I'll give you that. People don't yes. trust anybody anymore. Where where it's like, I know where B's coming from. No matter what he says to me, and he knows where I'm coming from. So yeah, we could say whatever we want, basically, and it won't mean anything. Somebody next to him might think that and say the same thing, and I, I'm like, eh, who the fuck are you? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? One hundred percent. Yeah. It, Yes, it wouldn't great in, in the highest like yeah, it would it would be great if everybody could do that, but a lot of people you just there's no trust of right, where they people also listen, it's also it's also all like context. And people can choose to take it in like whatever context they want. Like I can say something that you know deep down, like you know, like I didn't mean to offend anyone, yeah. I was just being a dick, but you can choose to play that victim offended, you you're a racist <laughs> or whatever it is yeah, now. Like, and like, you know full well that's you knew full well it wasn't a context. You might even know me personally and know that's not who I am as a person, but you're just gonna choose to go oh, that yes. route with it. Because everyone now is just Easy in a, to now. everyone now is just in a competition to be a victim. Like I don't understand. Like everyone wants to be more oppressed than the next. Different time. It's fucking ridiculous. By the way, speaking of <laughs> as uh, adult white males <laughs> on, the, on the adult baby show, yeah. uh, talking this. Speaking of Opie and Anthony, this is too much pressure. You uh, you spend a lot of time at Compound Media these days. Oh my god, Anthony Cumia uh, network. You, you're on there with, uh, with what, Chrissy, yeah. Chrissy Mayer, Chrissy the Mayer, wet yeah. spot. Yeah, um, been I think I was on it like about four times now. That's great. Explain um, this. So explain. You know, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you know, you know who Chrissy Mayer is. Yeah. He doesn't. She was on, she was actually on my uh, on one of my Croxley shows. Yes, I do know. Okay, yeah. I do. So I don't know much about her, but yes, right. No, no. But so she's. I mean, she's she's successful and she's known in circles. You know, like she's she's like kind of like the one. Um, no, she's just she's just known for the people that know her. She's hooked up with uh, the Compound Media Group now, which is Anthony Cumia's. Uh, won't be Anthony's his own. It's his okay. own. It's his own network that he's got all different shows on. Hers is on Mondays at seven o'clock on Compound Media, called the Wet Spot. They they do a lot of relationship stuff, but they also do a lot of politics. They always have comics and like porn stars and shit on it. There's uh there's like a there's bleachers and like the like if you look at it like there's bleachers like behind the cameras where I mean that's in for the whole thing, but like fans of the show literally come. Like I've been there four times now, and I've seen this one guy like two or three times. I think I do know what you're talking about. And like they just come and hang out, and sometimes she'll defer to the she'll defer to the uh, to the bench. There's this guy, Frankie McDonald, who's like this autistic guy from Canada that like knows everything about the weather. And like he'll just tell you the weather and like he'll just be on in the background the whole time. And then some guy will call up from like, you know, like fucking like, you know, Minnesota, you know, like St. Paul, Minnesota. And he'll just be a dick. And he'll be like, yo, Frankie, what's the weather in St. Paul? Like, you know, like he'll just be like, right now, the weather in St. Paul. Like, it's fucking. <laughs> it's. But 
her fiance I've known for I won't I'll, I'll spare you the whole long story, but her fiance I've known since we were like kids, and he was always one of these guys. This guy Frank, he was always one of these guys that, as long as I know him, he was one of the f- early people in my life that said you got to do stand up one day. You can tell mm-hmm. a story, you got a presence, you you got to do it. And then he was a producer in the Westchester area for a while, and then uh, I think after Cole, I think he took back, but he met Chrissy somewhere along the line, you know, and. Uh, you know, they got engaged, and then well, I met her a few times. You know, outside of you know, you know, out, you know, when we when we would hang out, and yeah, like I, uh, she had she filmed a special at uh at, at Governor's. You know, within the last year or so, I hadn't seen my friend Frank in a long time. I happened to be hosting at the in the giggle room anyway. So I think I was on that show too. Yeah, and uh, Joe Curry. I think Joe Curry was hosting. Was it that Joe night. Curry? Okay. It was, it was. I think I don't know if it was a show or, was, or if it was a mic. It might have been a Maybe mic. Maybe it was a mic. I, think I it was don't. A mic, I actually. remember being there that night. Yeah, whatever it was. So, so then I go to see my friend Frank, and we're hanging out and helping him with the merch. And then he just goes, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" I'm like, "Yes, I would love to be on the show." And yeah, been on it ever since. That's great, man. Three or four times. Now, when you go on, are you just like a guest like this, or is it? Uh, the first. Actually, now I think about it, I've been on three times. So. Or is it like a segmented thing? No, no. So two out of three of the times, I was on like the panel, like okay. there's a, a sectional where you can fit two people and three people. Okay. So she was always like the the host of the show yeah, was on yeah. this side and then the panel. So twice I was on the panel, and then the most recent time I was on the couch. But the couch is just not featured all the time. So if I want to lean in and say something, they'll cut the camera to me. <laughs> this guy Andrew Harms is like the uh, the uh, the announcer. He's like the he's like the um, the voice, you know, okay. kind of like whatever. So he's always deferred to. So the couch is like you just it's just not always focused okay. on the couch. Yeah. Honestly, the couch is better because like it's one of these shows where like I see like I see myself in real time, like how I look, and like I'm fucking I hate how I look, and I'm like I'm I'm, I'm tucking my you gut see yourself, I'm like you're looking at yourself, I'm like, yeah, and, I'm yeah. <laughs> and I look mad, uncomfortable, and I can't get like I can't get too hammered if I start slurring and shit, because like you can openly drink and do whatever you want there, so it's like it's just all eyes are on me all the time, but on the couch I'm just like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just like, it's like, James, what do you think? It's like, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I can just, I can pull the mic close and I can I make you. it work. But Well, that's great, man. That's, uh, that is awesome. That's, I'd love to that's, be on a that's, panel. That's a, that's a nice thing for you. I'm, I'm glad that that's that's continuing. Because I remember the first time you went on, you were very excited about it. That's just, it's just a great. It uh, was. And then the second time I went was even better because it was most of a real experience in my fucking life because apparently, um, um, Apparently, Anthony was supposed to do a favor for Chrissy that weekend or something and bailed or something happened. And then he's like, all right, I owe you one. So he went on the show, the one I went on. And oh. I was as close to Anthony Cumia as I am to Chick right now. Wow. Just and it was one of the things where I've been listening to him forever. So I yeah. felt like it was it was it had a weird familiarity to That's me. So weird. Right? And I wasn't trying. You never want to try to be the funny. You know, what I'm saying if it comes your way, you roll with it. And like I made him laugh on more than one occasion, just naturally, just like whatever. Oh, I... After the afterwards, we were hanging out at the bar. You know, rap the bar. Like, nice meeting you, James. You're nice meeting you. Know, like it was just kind of the most surreal experience to like be with one of your comedy even though he never did stand up like one of your comedy heroes someone like you he's one of the like, funniest he's one of the funniest people of all time, comics plus you know? he's got a store i love his story he's like that yeah. rags to riches yeah um you know so just to be right there like right there yeah like the big most fan of real thing in the world that's 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 great well i hope you get on there again when i was on with kelly that one episode i didn't want to say a word yeah yeah i didn't say shit no you shouldn't. Yeah, I was, I'm not going to try and be funny. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to let them talk and not ruin this. That's it. That's it. But uh, uh, I have a couple picks. I know you do. 
And I'm, I'm uh, with Donna Ray? This was fucking. Listen, I could keep on going forever with yeah. you. Is there anything else you want to? No, you have no, any no, other no, no, no. I'm just, saying, like, so, like, I just, you're gonna come back on again no, soon. I, was just I actually this. feel this like we should bring you on every winter to fucking every winter. I'll be to a talk depression correspondent. <laughs> to talk shit about all the seasonal. Up, it's seasonal depression I'll be, your, I'll be your mental health correspondent. <laughs> I'll be like, all right, guys, today, <laughs> at least somebody gets me. Um, <laughs> finally, somebody finally. gets me. Well, listen, who knows when I'm going to get fired from this job and everyone's going to be like, oh, it's because you were late. And I'm going to be like, yeah, it's not like I can go in and tell my boss, listen, I suffer from listen, The next depression. time you get fired, I want you to go back to this episode and be like, see, <laughs> it's hard for other people to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lazy. It's a sickness. Maybe we're not so different, me and you. <laughs> <laughs> One of my picks is a shocker to me. <clears throat> I can't wait. Are you guys friend of friends? Are you guys fans of the old Adams family and the Adams family with value? Uh, Adams family values. Oh, like the nineties. Like the nineties. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Did you enjoy those? Yeah, I mean more. The yeah, first they were. One. Yes, they were yes, good, yeah. right? The new Wednesday show. Mm-hmm. On, I saw it. I looked at the rating. It said TV fourteen. I'm like, eh, this is gonna be bad. I'm not gonna watch it. I saw a couple posts about it on Facebook. How great, great it was. Oh, the show's awesome. I didn't think I was going to like it. I loved it. And it's from like my buddy of mine who I kind of respect his... You trust his opinions. I trust his opinions, especially about this type of stuff. Like, you know, the dark kind of weird shows. Uh-huh. So I'm like, it's worth a watch? And he said, definitely. So I finished it in two days. Look at this Fantastic guy. show. Now, it's got the whole Adam's Family vibe to it, but like yeah. I-, I thought it was very well uh, written and acted. The chick who plays Wednesday is awesome. Okay. Um, Christina Ricci is actually in it, who was the she original. Is. Yes. What does she play in it? She plays uh, one of the workers in the school, Nevermore High, that okay. they go to, that they attend. Nice. And uh, I highly recommend it. It's on Netflix right now. All right. It's like eight episodes, I think, 40-minute uh, episodes. Oh, easy to get through. Yeah, question, it's not. Qu- question, since you said something that just kind of popped into my head. You said it was like TV 14. So we'll just call it what we called PG-13. Do you find like... The standard of PG thirteen is different now from when we what we exposed. What was PG thirteen when we were growing up? When we're actually thirteen, fourteen, is it different now? Like you, can, I know you can. It's, I know there's some things you can totally get away with doing that you couldn't, and vice versa. Yeah, it's, I'd imagine it, Wednesday would be like dark and like weirdly like Fifty Shades of Grey sexual. Like I feel, <laughs> I feel it have yeah. this weird element to it that you don't want to. You know what? That's know. funny you say that because I, I try to think <laughs> PG thirteen, in our day. Was worse, really? But there's like, it's like I don't know. It's 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 different. Like he said, there's some. I think we things... stumped Einstein over here. No, because they're different. <laughs> Can we make that a segment every baby show? <laughs> stump, stump the genius. <laughs> I think we give we give chick a riddle. <laughs> Let him problem solve. <laughs> But what we do is we tell him the riddle at the beginning of the show. <laughs> oh, it's even And then right. just like sometime randomly throughout the show, he goes, I got it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> figured it out. That would ruin my whole episode every time. It would. Yeah. Because I can't multitask like that. No, he can't. I think me interrupting was bad before right, you did fine. that. We'll like a riddle. true genius. Then we'll give you he the riddle only... at the end, and you have the entire week <laughs> to figure it out and tell us the next episode. <laughs> All right, my bad. I just totally... No, no, no. It's hip, fine. I totally hip I'm still thinking picks. about PG-13 and TV-14, whether... No, it... I'm just trying to think what, we could, what would pass for, like, PG-13, like, that borderline now, you know? like Yeah. 
Because, like, you know, there's movies that what? you could never make now because of certain, you know, things that are... That's why I say it was worse But at then. the same time, you could show way, you could show way more, like, sexually whatever things now, but you can do less, like, verbal words. Exactly. The content, and, like, the content was worse for PG-13. Like, they allowed, I guess, more vulgar stuff. But, yeah, it's a little more sexual. Everything's more sexual these days. Yeah. Resume. Sorry. Except about that. in this room. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Wednesday Netflix. The other one. Now, do you are uh, you a horror guy? Not particularly, but <sighs> sorry. I'm so the let the stuff. right. You no, know, I'm one. not either. So let the right one in is a new show that just came out. Like, to what show are you doing? Time. Halloween picks? No, I just listen. I'm still. I'm a dark guy, boss. This is all I watch is fucked up shit. I'm dark and brooding. <laughs> A dark. genius. Let dark. the right one in. And, dark and, and, I'm not, and, you, and I'm not like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dark and brooding adult male genius. It was an absolute. <laughs> it was a, a foreign film horror from uh, early 2000s. It was excellent. Okay. I've seen all the versions. That was probably the best. They remade it in Ameri- in English and the, did an American version. Merrillish. <laughs> American. Great. Now they made a series on Showtime, and it's basically about this guy who's got to kill people <laughs> so his daughter can survive, and he she's a vampire, and he kills people to get the blood for her, and it's a great show. Wow. You know he doesn't have to kill them, right? <laughs> oh, no, he does. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, listen, I'm ready for that one. <sighs> I hate you. Just go on. Give us more so picks. that's let the right one in. Show let the t- right one in. It's on Showtime. Showtime. Oh. Season's almost done. Binge that shit. I thought you don't do picks until you watch the, show, the whole season. I knew both of the shows, like the movies, were excellent. And I halfway through the show, it's already almost done. That's why I'm. Where you at with Tulsa King? I refuse to start that. <laughs> Fuck Tulsa King. Not a big sly guy. I love Sylvester Stallone. Stay Master in your lane. He's trying to do now. Yeah, stay in your lane, Sly. Stick to Rocky. <laughs> okay. And, and action movies. <laughs> Am right. I wrong? You want to see him as an ex? I'm kind of interested. An ex capo. I watched the first episode. I enjoyed it. I'm gonna watch. A lot of people actually are saying it's like all right. I'm fairly sorry to... decent. So maybe give it a shot. No, I won't. <sighs> Stubborn. Remind me when we're done here to tell you about this really amazing, terrible movie that Stallone did, where he played a gangster too. Continue. I bet you I know what it is. Uh, the new sh- docu series on HBO, Shaq. Okay, I watched the first episode. Did you like it? It left a lot to be desired. You think so? Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot, and uh, I'm very curious to see the Kobe stuff. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm, inter- I'm interested in that. I, I just like listening to, to Shaq talk. It's I think Shaq's awesome. I do, too. I've always been a fan of like, Shaq. I'm a, I'm a fan of his on and off the court. I'm not a fan of his rap. <laughs> What's up, Doc? Can you rap? Yeah, I was never a fan of him as a rapper. <laughs> but other than that... I'm a, a big Shaq guy. I the way he talks is just it's And I like how he admitted no matter how good or bad the movie is, once he got offered the movie, he's like, I'm doing it. I'm taking the movie. Yeah, I'm taking I the movie. I didn't know who this guy was. <laughs> Shaz- what was that was one? Petty. Was that one Shazam Hardly. that we're talking about? Or No, Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Yeah. That was actually a great movie. Blue Chips was a good movie, yeah. It was. Uh yeah, those are my picks. I have another one, but I didn't want to Bonus pick. <laughs> Bonus pick. Did you guys see Low Country, The Murdoch Dynasty? Can't say that I have. No. So this is also on HBO. This is about some rich pricks. Uh-huh. Kids. Is this something with a boat? Yes. Okay. 
the son and his girlfriend go out with a bunch of their friends. Another couple. What's the last name? Murda. Murda. It's Murda. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, basically, he's a drunk driving on a boat and yeah. is responsible for the death of his friend's girlfriend. Oh, boy. But the family is like loaded, powerful. Yeah. And uh, if you're loaded and powerful, if you're not driving drunk on a boat, what are you doing? What are you doing? And not killing other innocent people? Yeah, (laughs) that's what it is. (laughs) The best thing is they have footage like uh, like um, the police footage of like after the scene after it happened. And the one kid's yelling at him like, oh, you killed her because the other kid was laughing like. Oh, jeez. It's another one of those fucked up stories where the money and the, the fame of this other family gets in the way of justice. Of course, it always does. But uh, it's actually really interesting. All right. It's another good one on HBO. All right. Is that it? Yeah, those are my picks. And I want to shout out the Farmingdale Dallers, Long Island Champions. Go whooped champs. up on Ward Melville. Yep. That's He's right. a big Daler guy. So, you know. Well, shout out to the champs. Yeah, we're definitely shouting out. Second time ever, the Long Island Champs. You know That's who the first it. class was? 1999. No, 2002. That was the okay. year I graduated. Was it? My senior class, we were the first Long Island Champs Beautiful. in Farmingdale. Beautiful. Well, you know, we uh, praise you and <laughs> all your comrades. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, guys. Um by the way, James, do you have anything you'd like to promote? Wasted Talent at its last show of the year, I believe. I'm sure you have more coming next. Yeah, so I'm taking December off, but I'm coming out swinging with a bunch of stuff. I have a lot of things planned. Uh, my Instagram right now is at JimmyTheGig017, but at some point I'm going to switch it over to Wasted Talent Comedy or something thereof because I'm just going to make the Instagram strictly about the comedy. And um, that's pretty I much it. Just keep it, uh, just uh you know, find me on that. Find me, James Anthony Raniolo, on Facebook, and I'll keep you up to date on everything I'm working on. I'm also working on a tight five, James. So, uh, keep working. Chick, I'm going to tell you what I tell if a I handful get a tight of people. Five. Wait, no, no, you real tell quick. me. I want to host. Whenever, whenever you're comfortable. Listen, you got to get the you do the guest spot first. Okay. You don't do a guest host. That doesn't work that way. You. What, you're the one who always hosts no, it? No, 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 oh, no. I don't know how it works. I, no, 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 no. I, I, I think the host is like the a, host is uh, the most important. It's a very important. No, the host. I just feel like I'm, I'm not saying. I'm not saying. No, I'm, I personally, it. it's like more of experience. Like the host. I got you. Really, is the glue. Like the host keeps. The host is the conductor. You know, so it's important. But as soon as you think you're ready, my goal is to become. I a host. I will give you a guest spot at Alibi. Whenever you think you're ready for the five minute spot, you let me know. I'll put you on. I'm working on my tight five because we're going to be doing another show soon. Yep. In March, probably in March. We're going to be doing uh, our I, second. My birthday show is going to be in January and it's going to be a show and a goddamn banger. If you've ever been to one of those. So, oh, we I, will I, be I there. can't wait to I, I, I can I consider giving you the guest spot for that. If you think you're ready by mid January. I don't think I'll be ready by mid January. Actually, ready, maybe I will. Should but I doubt it. Where uh, where's that going to be? My goal, instead of be, you know, I'll instead be of last minute like I did for the last one, I want to be ready. Like when that comes, I want to be second. Right. Like I want to be good. But you got to start yesterday. I know. Yeah, I, it, I've you, been starting to write it, and I just got to start performing it now. Okay, all right. Um, I but once I get it and nail else. it, my goal, I want to become a host guy who does a couple minutes in the beginning and then hosts. 
It's not a game show, though. Like, I know it's not, but it's, I think I could do jo- that. It's a job. I know it's a job. Like, I, you got to be there. Like, you got to be ready in case someone goes off early. How'd you I can't. do on the first one? No, no, I'm, I'm, no, no listen. I'm not saying you didn't do well. I'm not saying, I. oh, you the are, kid's going to be a but, guaranteed no, no, host. No, 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 the kid's you, a host. The, the kid. The kid was born to be a host. The kid, he's natural talent. He's a genius. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not expecting that, but I did okay for the first time. the IQ on this host. But you also knew everybody on there no that's you also, also true it was also very like you were you you so they took you out to dinner and they gave you a whole rundown on how to do it oh yeah but yeah try yeah. showing up to a place where you got to introduce you got to meet someone for the very first time and then introduce you got to pronounce them, their name right if you have any credits. passion about it if they have some guys i'll always ask like hey anyway you want me to introduce you so i have no problem saying He's been on this, so you can catch him at this podcast. But some people want you to say very specific things, yeah. and it's really fucking annoying. It's crazy. So it's like it, it takes a bit. But if you are going to cut your teeth hosting, it should be on something that, like, your friends are doing. Oh, know. yeah. That you way. just show up to open mics. That's really it. Should. That's, That's it. my – can you're, I tell you my ultimate goal? Like, I don't want to become a um, comic. I want to be like a host who's got a few jokes. Yeah, but you have to. Well, I need to work on material. Yeah, I mean, but I don't ever want to go up there and be like, "Oh, I can do twenty minutes." There, I don't want to do there's that. There's no host that is not a decent comic. Like yeah, you have to. Like that's that's the first step. Then maybe just stick to topical stuff. Maybe just like topical stuff, or if you just want to talk about like topical. It takes him three months to write one joke. All right, so, so it's gonna be <laughs> tough to say topical. <laughs> no, because I think once I get going and the confidence gets going, the jokes. Guys, will you hear about Casey Anthony? <laughs> <laughs> There was a hurricane in New Orleans, guys. I don't know if you. <laughs> oh, that what's blew. Up with this? You know what? George what's Bush up? really doesn't care about black people. What's up with this super show I'm standing. This is fucking crazy. So how about Trump? Can't believe he got elected. <laughs> that's topical chick. That's topical for you. By the way, that's a that's a good angle. You could be topical chick, yeah. where you just <laughs> you just. You just say stuff that happens. Murder all topics. Yeah, you may as well. Hey, we landed on the moon. You start talking about the war of 1812. You know, it's like, Like, just find an angle. I feel like I can find an angle somewhere. I hope you do. I just feel like it's something... I can do, and I need, to, I need to look forward to something. I got to start. Well, you got to. Like you, a hobby, like a good, a productive well, hobby. You, like have I a, you have a very good network of people around you. Like, that's my that point. I got to start doing it. On a it. weekly basis. You really I do. I mean, all you need to become a comic is a Facebook picture that shows you with a mic and friends with a couple comics. That's uh, it. And then everybody will invite. You know how many shows I got invited to last year? <laughs> and you took none of them. They just assume, and I took none they just assume of them. so because your friends are like 110 comics I on know. Facebook. Right? <laughs> and my picture I put up from me with the mic. From the, the show, show. <laughs> so everybody thinks so I'm a every, comic now. Every bringer, producer, yeah. predator was just like, I'd "I would love to have you." On I my got f- offered a few spots, and I'm like, well, "I should have just." We taken wanted them. him to take those spots so bad, and oh. just to do chicks' picks. <laughs> but I go, I thought you. This is what I do. I recommend movies. <laughs> I thought that would have been so fun for the podcast. We could have recorded it, but of course not. Listen, we were gonna do we were gonna do stand up comedy with him uh, last Tuesday. He wasn't ready, dude. In my defense, you we, you, we you, talked about it. Would you have been ready tonight? Tonight? Dude, I think a week and a half is not enough time. Well, the, you don't know this because you're you, not you showing just, up you practicing You just go it. and do it. What do you know is enough time? I want to at least have my jokes written. But, whether they're good or not yet, I want to have. I want to know what I'm going up. Chick, saying. He Chick, hasn't written them yet. No, I have no. one. Chick, a week ago, me. you're like, not this week, definitely next week. It's this. It's oh, next week. Oh, because I'm going to keep on telling you definitely next Look, week. Procrastination is a trait is a trait in all geniuses. All right, it's just that's what it, it is. It sure is. It's, it's, it's it what it is. <laughs> oh God. Well, I will be at 
this comes out tomorrow, hopefully, right? Hopefully, we'll see how that's no, we'll, no, we'll see how uh, it's doing in Serbia. Yeah, we'll see what's going on in Serbia. Uh, but I, I'll be at the um, mm, Sand City tomorrow. Sand City, Chris Baez's uh, show. Looking forward to that. Sand City Brewery in Northport, I believe that is. And then I'm going to Vermont this week, and I can't wait. For what are you Vermont. doing in Vermont? Is it a comedy? comedy? Uh, oh, festival. okay. So I got a bunch of shows. Joe nice. List is headlining. It's gonna be it's oh, gonna nice. be a fun week. Good so, for you. Congrats, bro. That's and and uh, no alibi uh, open mics this month, unfortunately. You know what? That's good. Not unfortunately. Take the month off. I'm not going to take the month off. No, just, you know, I, I mean do from that. doing the open mics there. Yeah. It's all right. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Anything else? You no, like that's it. James? James, thank you for coming on and sharing your, for uh, me. your... your. I mean, you're you always welcome. You really are always welcome. Out. I will make sure we ask you every so often because you don't like to just ask us to come on. Nah, I'm always yeah. good last minute, too. Like, during the day, if you hit me up, hey, if I can make it, like, I chance I'm doing that. So, I appreciate well, it. Well, we appreciate you. Yeah, and, uh, and again, you're one of my favorites, and that's that's a... A heartfelt and serious, not just a, uh, you know, your guest. I, I genuinely, when you're not around, I talk very good things about you, and I normally talk shit about people. So. Yeah, and when you're feeling like crap about yourself, know that you have two fans right here <laughs> in the adult babies. Thank you, brothers. Appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far.